The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was Pentecost Sunday. We're looking at Joel chapter 2, verses 28 and 29, where Joel was inspired to write these words of the Lord. And afterward I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my Spirit in those days. My dear friends in Christ, as I've said, the prophet Joel is often considered to be the prophet of Pentecost because his main prophecy, which we hear in our reading for today, is a prophecy of Pentecost. And the Apostle Peter, in his Pentecost sermon, he quotes these words, just further telling us that Joel is the Pentecost prophet. But what Peter does is he quotes the Lord saying these words, and afterward I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. The Lord pours out his spirit on all people. We know that the Lord has poured out and is still pouring out his spirit on us and all believers, wherever they may be. But God says here, I will pour out my spirit on all people. We could say that that pouring out of God's spirit on all people kind of officially began with the day of Pentecost when all oh, those Jews who were visiting Jerusalem from all over the world for that harvest festival, when they came and heard the gospel and well, what did they do? They heard the gospel. The Holy Spirit was working on their hearts and then hopefully they went back to their homelands throughout the world and shared the gospel with others so that the Holy Spirit was pouring out, being poured out on, on all people. And now that work is still taking place today as Christians are working to do mission work in more and more parts of the world. But now we say the Holy Spirit is poured out on all people. In Old Testament kind, times, it kind of seemed like salvation was something that was just for the Israelites, for the Jews, for God's chosen people. They were the ones who possessed God's promises. They had the temple, the sacrifices, the Sabbath day, the promises of God. They had Jerusalem. They had, well, the moral law that was the Ten Commandments, the civil law, which was God's government laws for their nation, and they had the ceremonial laws, which were God's laws for their religious rights and regulations. They had all of those things, and it kind of seemed like Salvation was something that was just for God's chosen people. But let's understand that what God did at the beginning of time is God, well, when he chose Abraham, what God did is he 
positioned him and his family in a strategic location in the world. The land of Palestine and Jerusalem, it's really on a major trade route for the world. If anyone was traveling in the Mediterranean world for business or other reasons, it was very likely that they'd end up going through Palestine and through Jerusalem. And what God wanted his people to do is to kind of sit there and be witnesses to the world so that when people would pass through, they'd see the temple, they'd see the sacrifices, and they'd be influenced and witnessed, and, and the Jews would witness to them so that the Holy Spirit could work on people's hearts. They were supposed to be his witnesses by kind of sitting there and being his witnesses. But with Christ's Easter victory and his ascension and then his directive, his great commission saying, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation, preach the gospel in all the world. Well, God's mode of operation kind of changed. Instead of the sit there and be witnesses to the world, he said, go and go into all the world and preach the gospel. His mode of operation changed. And as the disciples back then, as believers throughout the world, as you and I personally and through our support of mission work, as we support missions, what's happening is we're going into all the world and preaching the gospel and, well, the Lord is pouring out his spirit on all people as we go out into the world. A father once took his small ton sound son to visit a huge church and as the two were walking down the center of the aisle the young son who apparently hadn't been in church and, and hadn't known much about religion kind of looked at a similar to our church looked at the front of the church and said what's that big plus sign up there what's that big plus sign up there and well when you think about it, when we were called to faith, when God poured out his Holy Spirit on us, what he did is he showered us with such blessings. We have the forgiveness of sins. Our names are written in the book of life and Jesus is preparing a place for us in the mansions of heaven. What more could we ask for? But isn't it strange that well, instead of thinking about the big plus sign, well, the cross of Christ and what it means for us, instead we often talk about how hard it is to be a Christian. We maybe think it's not a big plus sign. Maybe we think it's more uh, a big negative sign. But think of the blessings again that we have. The blessings that we have in, well, the forgiveness of sins and our names being written in the book of life. We are so blessed. We have eternal life. And there may be things that we might like right now that might make this world a better place. And you can think of the end of wars and racism and political tension and turmoil, uh, the end of all diseases and, and other things. But with Jesus, we really do have all we need. With Jesus, we have the great plus sign. We have his cross and what that means for us. 
through faith in Jesus, what we can do is look forward to leaving this sinful world and going to that place where there are no problems or troubles anymore, just joy and complete happiness forever. We have all that the world really needs. So through our personal efforts and through our support of mission work, let's go into all the world and preach the gospel, preach the good news to all nations so that the Lord is keeping on pouring out his spirit on all people. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, keep sending us the Holy Spirit so we're always built up in our faith, better equipped to live as your children and as witnesses for Jesus. Please use us to go and preach the gospel and keep on pouring out your spirit on all people so that you can work on their hearts, so that he can work on their hearts. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always, amen.